This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Will Run For. This is your host, Tom, and with me as always are Aaron. Hello. Michael. Hello. And Diana. Hiya. How's everybody doing? Doing well. We are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting stuff yeah. done. Hanging in. I did, I did want to um, talk to Erin to because she recommended The Good Place. And we started watching it, and I, I kind of like season one, and then I wasn't liking it. And I sent her a really aggressive message, like, <laughs> saying that I didn't like it. But then we kept watching, and then, like, two episodes later, it got, like, really funny. So I need to retract my retract my <laughs> aggression. <laughs> I just was just surprised oh. because it's a Mike Schur show, and you like him. Like, because you were into Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and you're into Parks and Rec. Yeah. And it's this, kind of in line with the same type of humor. So I was yeah. a little surprised when the aggressive message came through. <laughs> Well, I was like, I messaged you. I was like, when is this going to get funny? Because like, I thought like season one was okay. And then everyone's like, you have to wait to season two. And we got like halfway through season two. We got through like episode six and there's only 13 episodes a season. So I was like, when mm. is this going to get good? <laughs> you know, and then, I like the next go- like three episodes were hysterical. Like, okay. <laughs> And you know what? It's been a little while since I saw it. I did watch it twice, but I think the second time I watched it, I think that I had such a deeper appreciation for the whole show, knowing that I had gone through the whole end, that mm, watching that, yep, like it difference. just, it gave you a different perspective. Because I felt that way about Parks and Rec. That first season for me was tough for me to get through. The first and season everyone of told and me the same. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone kept telling me the same thing, like just hang on to season two and it gets really good. And I was like, all right. And so I kind maybe I think it, I don't know whether it's those kinds of like comedies that they just need to get their chemistry in line or what it is. But I don't know. I love a sitcom, so <clears throat> I'm liking it. I'm glad <laughs> I feel better now, especially when you're like, when is this supposed to be funny? <laughs> well, and they, I think they're just, well, they are relying a little bit too much on like they can't swear. So like they say fork in and like sheet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, get that. I was like, that stopped being funny, like episode three. And they just keep <laughs> relying on it. Like, Yeah, I know. can see that. So that's what I've been up to this week is anytime we've had free time, just watching some good place. Well, anybody been actually running? I know you guys did. I don't know how how you guys are going to talk about. It. I feel like I've been, I'm like taking over and 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 just talking like the whole beginning of this. But I ran six miles yesterday, which was a Monday, which was weird for me. But I was hungover all day on Sunday <laughs> from Friday night. So oh my God. <laughs> I was great. miserable. I woke up Saturday night at like midnight and was just puking not that oh you know everyone needs that information but that's what happened so then i felt like trash all day sunday and like <laughs> cleaned and just kind of laid on the couch <laughs> yeah we went to a concert in hershey on friday night and might have overindulged a little bit 
And then we went to Hershey Park the next day and got on roller coasters. Um, it was just a terrible idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. But And I'm a supportive wife, and I didn't want to just, like, crap all over that idea. So I was like, let's go. <laughs> and then I was, I was miserable. Say, I feel like I saw a video of you taking a – well, I saw a video that you took – of them on a roller coaster and you not on the roller coaster. <laughs> I don't really. The older I get, the like the less I like roller coasters. Mm. <laughs> so I did like a couple, but I didn't do do a ton. I see that. Mm. So yeah, and Tom's fine. I mean, I... Tom loves it. Like he he'll do spinny and he'll do roller coasters all day. Yeah, I mean, I get car sick. So go ahead, Tom. I don't like the dropping ones. Like okay. I hate Tower of Terror. Like, I'll go on it every single time, and it won't keep me from going on it, but I hate that free-falling feeling. Mm, everything yeah, else, I do, everything, too. Everything else I'm fine with. So, yeah, I ran six miles yesterday and then did Orange Theory today, and I'm back into it, but it took me a full day of doing absolutely nothing to be okay to run. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What about you, Tom? You doing any any training? I, I mean... It's relative. I've been a little bit better at it. Um, I had I had a really good run on Sunday. Um, it was all treadmill, but I did some speed work, and I feel like I really tried. Um, I don't know. It felt good. And then we'll get to it in a minute. But we have several reviews now, and yep. so I I so owe all of these people <laughs> I owe all of these people a ten k. So be careful what you wish for. Because now, <laughs> because tomorrow night our running group meets, and I think we're doing hills. And oh, I'm there you go. Pretty sure I got to do a 10K in the morning. <laughs> and then do hills at night. Uh, good yeah, luck with that. I mean, it's plenty of time in between, but like, man, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, what have we been up to? We did, um, we did the two weeks of three orange theory classes this week we only have two which we haven't gone yet this week uh and then we're headed to to disney again for, <laughs> for vacation um so yeah we did our last like big long run which turned out to not be as long uh as michael had thought in his head it was going to be which if you watched our stories you saw in his head he was going to do 24 miles and I looked at his map and I knew that half of it was on the Appalachian and I thought to myself there's no way but I'm just not going to say anything I'm just gonna know that we can cut out this one loop that he had on the 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 map well that's why I made it the way I did like I always map these out with outs where oh, we can except, reduce things except at the want. Grand Canyon sort of. <laughs> well there's no outs there you just you either like, go or you don't go that's it no i yeah. think the problem <laughs> i think the problem is that he forgets how technical the appellation is like where yeah. it's all ankle turn and there is no it's like, all jagged rocks. it's all jagged yeah, rocks yeah. there's no like places where you can kind of run it it's not and so i kind of knew that going into it I had a feeling we were not going to do 24. I wasn't quite sure what we were going to do, but um, yeah, I knew we weren't going to do 24. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... So that's what we I did. I feel like you guys... That was Saturday, right? I feel like I missed all of yeah. your stories. 
Mm. Uh, we didn't post them till Sunday because there's no service. No, you we posted them Saturday night. Did I post them Saturday night? Yeah. Uh, we posted them all together late. Yeah. <laughs> I missed post them. But we posted it on Saturday night, and since you were hungover, you oh, probably never why. saw yeah. it. Oh, no, no, I don't think you I like, looked up. at my phone. Yeah. I was like puking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delayed. Um, so... Hangover. Yeah. We did get like. We got like 14 13, miles, 14 miles in. And like 3,000 feet of climbing. Yeah, 3,200 feet is what I think it said at the yeah. end. So it wasn't too bad. Um, wanted to get like 5,000. Well, he yeah, he wanted to get like 5,000 since Rockin' the Knob is uh, 56. But yeah. also last week we had two heavy days at Orange Theory of um, hills. Because uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday and, and, then, Ev- and, and then Everest yeah. was on or the Everest prep was on Thursday. Thursday. So in Orange Theory alone, I had gotten over a thousand feet of elevation. Then, so the overall week, we still successfully had over 4,000 feet of elevation. So I'm okay with where we are considering we had the, um, we have all the cross training also Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, my legs were really sore last week. So you guys must have been dying with like the hill training on top of that. And the lunges and the yeah, squats. So, it was so uh, much. It was so yeah. much. And then, I don't know. I guess, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday, uh, we went out last night for just a 5K. And I felt kind of crappy. I don't yeah. know. I like, I think that it's all catching up to me. And the problem is, like, right now, I feel like I'm not recovering well. And I tried to start doing some yoga in the morning to help. And it has helped, but it's not, like... I don't feel a hundred percent. Like I feel like I'm not because I'm constantly doing squats or lunges or hills or something like my legs are never recovering. Well, I think we had the five straight weeks between 30 and 40 miles plus two to three orange yeah. theory classes a week. Yeah. That's a lot. So, are you guys doing I, true rest days? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we do take full days. Yeah. Off. Like yeah. Sunday we yeah. did nothing. Yeah. After Saturday, we just decided. And then I think the previous Mondays have generally always been my rest day. But since we hiked on Saturday, I want, you know, I don't, I don't even mind doing a shakeout run, like a three mile, like a 5k on a couple days after to shake out the legs and get them loose again. But like, I just, I don't know. I just still didn't feel great. This morning I went out for a run with a friend and I felt okay. So. But we should be tapering anyway, because we have. Uh, labor pains coming up in a couple yeah. weeks, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, how you feeling about uh, that? Your Charles Street Twelve, Tom. Fine, I guess. <laughs> um, I know you said that you were like concerned that, or you really wanted to buckle down to train for some of this stuff. Yeah, that's that hasn't happened. <laughs> that hasn't happened in the way that I wanted it to. I will say. I will say I like that I just laughed at you. <laughs> I will say that when we get into the reviews, that is definitely going to help get me closer to ready. Um, So we'll see. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like, since we ran that half in July, like, I've always just been maintaining. I haven't done more than seven, I don't think. I might do, like, eight or nine this weekend and then call it a day. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like the cross-running's helping. And that's kind of what I did with frederick so i'm gonna take the same approach and if it bites me in the ass later then i'll adjust for 
for Baltimore. <laughs> so <laughs> I've done this race so many times. I feel like I can do it in my sleep. And technically, even though it's rolling hills, it's an elevation um, like decline the entire race. So basically you're running oh, 12 miles down. downhill, yeah. um, mm. even though there are some rolling hills. So this is like the one Baltimore race um, that's nice that doesn't feel like you're just constantly building up and building up and building up. Well, speaking of what's going to get me there. Wait, yeah. Wait. Guys. Is that what we do first? Yeah. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any new five-star reviews? We we have a lot well, going on this week. Yeah. I mean, can we just mention again, I know we've gotten some interest in those three entries. Uh, nothing firm. One of them is still reserved, possibly yes. for Tom. And um, can we review the videotape of what his offer was, Michael? I don't, how am I going to do that? <laughs> it was more of a joke. Oh, I thought you wanted I me wanted to like, insert to a clip. I'm like, no, I don't have a clip I ready. How am I going to play that? <laughs> Michael, go to the videotape. <laughs> like, wait, I don't have anything. <laughs> We're a disaster. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll put it out there. If we get five and we're at four, we're kind of at four because one of them is an android. And it's, it's not it's not really an official five-star review in Apple, which would help people find this podcast. But I 100% don't want to be prejudiced towards android users. So I, I, Sounds... Sounds like you hurt someone's feelings, Tom. Uh, well, I definitely recognize um, the review, and I we appreciate every single review. No, like no one more than the other. So, thank you very much for all the reviews. If I get one more, I will register for the 10k. Um, rocking the knob. Let's uh, let's get into these reviews. I just okay. what. I- <laughs> Like, it's just such a technical trail run. And I mean, I, I, like I, I feel like with my knee, I just, I cannot do it, but I feel like no, yeah, I might in a different world try, but like, I don't know if you guys have ever run with Tom on just like a normal <laughs> sidewalk or like a paved trail. Like he is just anxiety driven the entire time on a sidewalk about tripping and falling. It's not the running that's scary. It's just he's always like, watch your feet. Look where you're going. What? There's a rock there. Do you? There's that's a why, crack in the sidewalk. Like it's just that's why like, this offer was was surprising. And one of the messages I got was, "Is this a real offer?" And like, did he actually like, did he say it in full after I'd posted the thing on? uh, So I went back and listened and absolutely Tom hands down said, if we get five star reviews, I will sign up for the 10K. So Tom. Well, since since Michael didn't have the the audio teed up, um, (laughs) I'll I'll emphatically make that claim that if we get one more. Apple five star review, <laughs> please. Um, okay. I, I I'll register for this race, and right. and oh man, and Let's I will ta- I, I will wrap these ankles, and I will wear 
very unforgiving hiking boots. Um, I'll, I'll get I'll get through it. I was actually looking at the elevation, and basically the first three miles are downhill. And I'm busy but, that weekend, so like if you get hurt, someone else is going to have to go to the emergency room with you. That's fine. <laughs> I drive. I drive an automatic. Like like. Like, oh god! There, there's I, aid stations. There's aid stations, saying It's fine. There's one. We'll aid, there. There's one aid station, <laughs> and it's at the well, base the of the first hill. Oh, yeah. On the 10k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, All right. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Let's t- let's talk about the reviews. Let's talk about the five. Okay. Reviews. All right. All right. We got our five. Our oh four of them. Sorry, four. Uh, Winnie the Bish and Ferguson. Who is, uh, I believe this was Raph, right? Yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> good running podcast to listen to while running in the Diana Players. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to this podcast on my runs. The hosts have a good banter and it's good. Crack. That's pronounced crack. crack. It's Irish and I looked it up. Oh. Huh. Oh, it's, I, I know that from um, the Janine Garofalo classic the matchmaker oh um, all right, keep going. let's talk about that movie at some point <laughs> it's good crack all around i find myself laughing hysterically on my runs on occasion seeing a new episode drop away makes me want to get out and run so i can listen uh then we have uh i don't i didn't see this one actually hits drums five stars for five miles super relatable running podcast with fun people do we know who that was I have no have idea. Have you heard who that is? Nope. We don't no. know. We have uh, Leah Miller. I love these guys. I can always count on them for laughs during my long runs. Now, this one is the one that's controversial. Yes. Here we have our who, controversial, yes, unofficial. Uh, she messaged, we were messaging, and she said, well, I have an Android. Where can I leave a review? And we looked around on all the different apps, and she couldn't find one. She's like, well, that's not fair. My <laughs> my review should count. I'm going to make one of my own. And so she made a story and decided that was how she was going to review also, us. Also, I feel like maybe because we accused her of being emo, we should accept it. No, that's a different person. Uh, that's the- a different person. Wait, I just asked you guys. You said little e- you were talking about Leah Miller right now. No, I'm moving on. Oh. Oh. No. I, Leah I Miller on... is the one we're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I just said Leah Miller. My I was God. about to read the next review. I know, and I was going back Jeez. to you t- to Leah Miller to say that she's the controversial one. Oh, I Leah Miller. Oh, Leah Miller's the controversial yes, one. Leah Miller oh. is the one who messaged and said that Tom was being racist against <laughs> Android, Android users. users. Racist I, against Android users. I would like to okay. apologize to for accusing Loimo of being an Android user. First of all, all right. can we cut all that out? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we have uh, N more two Loimo, I believe. Yes, uh, I feel like they're my running buddies. Too many running podcasts focus on elite runners. Instead, this is the perfect podcast for the regular everyday runner. Aww. I discovered them during the pandemic when I was running alone, and they've become my perfect running buddies. The group has great banter, and look forward to hearing how their runs start, how their runs are going, and race reviews. Give them a listen; you'll be hooked from the start. Uh, oh, and uh, apparently, we found out who Cool Whip is. So, so weird. yeah, we were over at my friend's house, um, and her younger brother, who is not younger anymore, he's a grown man. He comes up to me. <laughs> He comes up to me. I've known this. I've known this guy 
pretty much his entire life. Um, he comes up to me and he's like, hey, I'm Cool Whip. And I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought it was like, I thought it was like, because he's got like no a context. Name, yeah. Like I, because he's got like a friend that they call goo. I was just like, well, oh. this one's cool. Whip. Like I was like, <laughs> I was so happy. It was so cool. I was like, oh, that's awesome. He kind of yelled it at you, like as you were as we were walking up. He just started oh screaming, God. "I'm Cool Whip," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, I thought it was like, oh, that's somebody's like little brother," because he was a little younger than us. I was like, "That's someone's little brother that you haven't seen your entire life," and now he's like reintroducing oh himself as an adult. <laughs> like, oh, I, felt name so cool cool I felt so dumb. I felt so dumb. You know how, like, oh, I don't know, you've God. got little like Bobby that lives down the street, and like now he's a grown ass man, and he's just reintroducing <laughs> he's cool himself. <laughs> yes. So we got we got to the bottom so of Cool Whip. That was amazing. It was so awesome. Cool. Tom was so happy. Oh, that is good. Well, thank everybody for uh, dropping those reviews, and also the Leah Miller review, which was a share. Uh, that's another great way to get it out there. Share it on social media with your friends. We appreciate them all. <laughs> I appreciate them all. There is another person who uh, was upset about the the, the Apple Who's that? Android thing. Jessica Garan was oh. like, well, I have an Android. What am I supposed to do? Okay. All right. That's okay. So, then. I thought listen, you were going to say like... Uh, listen, we, we got to find Jamie a way for these people like to that. review this. All right. So what are we running for this week? Uh, well, I'm running... I, I said for chafing, but that sounds awful. I'm not running for chafing. I'm running to heal my chafing. Is that a better way of putting that? Probably. So on Saturday, um, I already posted this, in, or Michael posted this in our stories. Um, it was really hot out, and I decided to run with just my vest on instead of like my uh, a tank top. And the bottom of my vest hit the, my back and I did not know how bad it was. And it was really hot and really humid. And so I was really sweaty and I guess like I couldn't feel it because it was like, you poor thing. I don't know, wet and slippery. I don't really know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I, I didn't know just... what was happening. And oh. I have a chafe mark that is like the length of my entire back. And then there's like these two like really big spots on it that are like just now scabbing and it's just, mm -hmm. it's really itchy and really terrible and I am miserable. And yesterday and this morning when I was running, my shirt was rubbing against it and I wanted to die. It's awful. Chafing sucks. Buy yourself some squirrels nut butter yeah. and lube it up. And I cleaned them with rubbing alcohol. Oh my god, he did. I'm like, I need. They need to get cleaned because I. So when I tried to get in the shower, I like very like obviously, chafing sucks in the shower. So I like didn't quite fully wash my back as good as I should have because I like didn't want the water to just be sitting there running on it. So I'm like, they need to get cleaned out, and we didn't have any like anything else that was gonna like disinfect it so i was like do it with the rubbing alcohol wipes <laughs> it was a mistake guys don't do that don't don't ever don't no. ever do that Fresh did you put aqua for no i didn't but i don't have any oh so we had you... i used some neosporin 
Yeah. Aquaforce great or um, just like diaper rash cream is actually yeah. really good for it. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't go to, to CVS like I meant to. I feel like I've seen you run in a sports bra before and I've always been like, I can't believe your vest doesn't chafe because that's actually part of the reason why I haven't bought a vest because I'm so worried that it's going to chafe me, not on my back because I'm too chubby to like run in a sports bra, but like my arms, like that's my, my concern, like that it's going to chafe my arms. But I, and like, that's like one of the spots like under my arms and like on the, um, underneath like my, like my tricep area. I always make sure that that is like really, really well lubed up. And even on the, on my back, I usually have him put the squirrel's nut butter under underneath mm. the, the sports bra line and into where the 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 thing comes down if i'm wearing just the vest and i've never had it had problems and this time it just i don't know whether there was just cuz i put it on myself I, I have to make sure he does it to make sure he covers that whole area you're just going to have to superman that hoe yeah <laughs> pretty much all right um <laughs> diana what are you running for I am running for hangover recovery because I punked out of my run on Sunday and ran today. So I think when we get to our ask us anything, I want to I want to get everyone's opinion on running when you don't feel well, um, because <laughs> I don't like it and I delayed my run. So that's what I was running for this week. <laughs> Uh, I'm running to run into a taper and run a little less for the next couple weeks before a race. Hmm. I'm kind of, yeah, that like five, six week block, I'm over it. I'm ready to ease back in, uh, and and head into a race. Most blocks are like, I was thinking about this the other, other week or the other day. And like most people's blocks are like 18 weeks because like they do like marathon training is usually 18 weeks and like, our block our blocks have become so short. So like when we were both like, I'm really tired of doing this. I'm like, I don't know what happens. I feel like I've punked out because like I used to like be really religious about like my marathon training for like 18 full weeks and be fine with it. Mm. I think um, I don't know. I'm going to blame Michael. Probably <laughs> true. I mean, look, <laughs> I would say like if uh, if you happen to listen to running on tap, I would be the opposite of uh Kyle, uh, who has been marathon training since January for a race in the fall, and what? I, we're, they were doing a review of like their training again, and he's and Michael joked around. He's like, "Yeah, week forty-five of my training plan." <laughs> Sorry, guys, we love you, Kyle. Yes, no, it's just that I am like the exact yeah, opposite. He's the anti-Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I think we generally have higher base miles in general, like year-round. Yeah. But um so I think that's why we and also like uh we had like the Grand Canyon thing, so we had a short amount of time in between. So it it was weird. I, I we could only fit so many weeks in there. No, so I like, agree. Yeah. I just I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've just lost some of my my commitment to it. Yeah, yeah. And I I do wish I had that back. Anyway. What are you running for, Tom? I mean, I got to go with the five-star reviews. We asked, and y'all showed up, and <laughs> we really, really, really appreciate it, um, both Apple and non-Apple alike. We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate all your kind words, and now 
I guess I have a new goal is to prepare for when I die on that mountain, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make oh, you a goal God. getter. I Yes. And now it's time for our Will Run for Goal Getters. Congrats on making your goals, you getters. All right, so our goal getters. So Karate Chop blew us away again. He did his fastest half marathon in an hour and 26 minutes. It's unbelievable. Like, not even like a race. He's just like, Matita, I'll go out there, do a half marathon. I just, <laughs> it's bonkers. Like, it's so fast. It's yeah. so fast. Like, I've been running at like, for my all outs on the treadmill, I'll like go to like a seven and a half, sometimes an eight. And I feel like I'm running the fastest any human has ever run. Like, <laughs> so I just, it's so crazy to me. All right. So nice job, karate job. And then perfectly in perfect Maria, who I just love to death. She's going to be on an upcoming episode of Inside the Runner yes. Studio. She says, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I seriously need to get my anxiety under control. I've been stress eating like a maniac and felt this felt it this past weekend with an awful 5K. Hoping I can finish my nine-mile training run this weekend. Awesome. You can do it. A bad yeah. day doesn't ruin your training. It's fun. And you're not a Debbie Downer. No. We all have been there. We all get it. Yeah. Yeah. A bad day or a bad week and all that. Like, don't even worry about it. Yeah. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. She's, um, by the way, if, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, she's been doing a bunch of, like, TikToks um, mm -hmm. <laughs> of her dopey training. And they legit just make me laugh out loud. She's so cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> just enjoy her. <laughs> all right. Robert. Um, my last goal was to beat my time at uh, Double Trouble 15K from 2019, which was a 2.03.55. The weather co cooperated with a pleasant 65 this morning, and I ran a holy crap. I ran a 141.16. <laughs> oh, my God. You took off, like, almost 20 minutes. No, wait, more than 20 minutes. I can't do math. 22 minutes. Oh, my God. Um, that's insane. I don't read. Uh, it's obvious I don't read these beforehand. All <laughs> <laughs> the oh, information. My oh my god. <laughs> I don't read the show notes. Up next, same goal this time for another repeat race coming around at the Belmont Plateau 5K cross country, where I ran a 26, 28, and 2018. So, oh my gosh, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Um, uh, Raph. Okay. He'll kill it. He's going to do awesome. Uh, Raph, um, I'm going to run every day for the rest of August. Oh, that's a good goal. That's a Tom-level goal. And I'm going to increase my mileage by a sensible 10% each week so I don't burn myself out like I've always done in the past. That is a good goal. Yep. Very sensible. He is right about Pre that. Prevent the burnout. Uh, Jessica Grand, uh, probably moving into a new house in the next two to three months. Goal is to still be married by the end of the contracts, negotiation, <laughs> and moving. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. See, your goals don't have to be all running related. We went from a casual house looking to full steam ahead, looking in negotiations, and in the middle of this economy. Good oh, God. God. Good luck. <laughs> and then uh, Jamie, uh, who is just out there killing it, as always. Um, I can't wait to see this race that he's eventually going to do with Michael. Um, <laughs> completed my trail race without falling or dying. Oh, that's a good goal for you, Tom. And then the <laughs> Mystic Mayhem Trail Race at Lake uh, Norman. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, we, th- he asked for advice, and we said that was don't our fall. Advice. Like our advice was literally don't fall. Don't fall. Don't die. <laughs> that's that's unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> we got Beach Runner, who is Megan. She didn't get eaten by sharks during the Hammerhead Ocean Marathon, and she finished sixth in her age group, and her time was faster than her swim during her half Ironman. All oh, wow. during super rough red flag conditions. Oh, wow. Get it, girl. Wow. That seems dangerous. That's, I mean, not getting eaten by a shark is probably the most important part of that mm-hmm. sentence. Uh, <laughs> Lynn, speaking of swimming, uh, her daughter, Julia, who we've talked about a few times um, and now says she's podcast famous, uh, swam a half mile ocean race and her goal was to beat her friend who had beat her in the open water swim 5k <laughs> she had done by a few seconds. She achieved her goal in swimming it in 1138 and beat her friend by seven seconds. It counts. That's funny. Uh, she was second <laughs> overall female and first in her age group. Wow. Uh, yeah. And like she just mentioned, she had swam her first 55K a couple weeks ago, and she came in the top eight women. Like, oh God. Like of all age groups, <laughs> including like adults and stuff. Yeah. So she's out there killing it. Uh, we got Greg uh, in Orlando, who is joining us at Rockin' the Knob. And his goal is to get through it uninjured. Tom, there's another goal for you. <laughs> yep. He's also um, he's developing alternate uh, high mileage, low strength, low mileage, high strength weeks for his 2022 ultras. So I guess he's alternating that. Uh, we got M. Harrell, Melissa, who today she, the day she wrote that, which I guess was a couple days ago, uh, she was exactly halfway to her goal of running 150 miles in the month. She's hoping she can keep it up. 150 miles. That's that's a good, that's amount, a of good amount of miles. Yeah. That's a lot. I feel like. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot. Um, Anna runs in coffee. A month. 150 miles a month. Yes. Yep. Get out of here. Trying to do math. <laughs> a little less than 40 a week, like 35 ish a week, 37 a week. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anna runs and coffee says her goal is to continue to disappoint her friends by not going to marathon. <laughs> weekend. She says that consistency is the key to success. I mean, that's really good. Consistency is the key to success. Anna. I agree. It's true. Uh, we, we sent Anna runs on coffee, some oatmeal raisin cookies because we heard that they were her favorite. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Jack, <laughs> Um, he his latest goal was to run his uh, fastest mile yet, um, which he did, and he not only did that, but he won a virtual competition he was in. And I looked it up on Strava because we talked about him last week and said that we stalk him on Strava. And that mile was done at a five thirty eight. He did a five thirty eight. Oh my God! 
So Ridiculous. my question to Jack was, how was the Olympics? <laughs> Did I you guess. learn any Japanese while you were there? <laughs> uh, he actually sent a message today because he was listening to our last episode and we had mentioned him on Goal Getters for the first time and he was super appreciate, appreciative of it. And um, yeah, he said he, was super, he is super shy. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, he, no, you know, that's why, yeah. doesn't. <laughs> Uh, but we're glad you're sharing, and uh, great job, 538. God, I can't even, that's like a number I can't even imagine, like, like I don't even strive for that because that's like unimaginable to me. Like, I wouldn't even register for a 5K if that was my pace because I wouldn't get the value out of spending time with a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> like... Angie shared a meme that said, by age 30, you should have a dog, anxiety, and a dog with anxiety. And she said that her and Andrew have all have uh, accomplished that goal. (laughs) Uh, She also mentioned that Andrew PR'd his 5K on a training run and got a 25.47. He's getting fast. He's getting real fast. Yeah. So that's our goal getters, guys. Awesome. Thank you all. If you would like to uh, be a goal getter, always look for the amazing posts I put up at last minute. <laughs> uh, and Or you can uh, email the show at uh, willrunforpodcast at gmail.com. I will say for last minute, people came through like, yeah. like oh, yeah. Monster, yeah. monsters this time. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, and I have I have a goal. So remember one of my goals way back in January was to run a 5K without stopping. Well, I registered for a race in September to attempt that. So oh, nice. it's not a pace goal. I don't care how fast I do it. You just want to do the as whole long, thing. As long as I don't walk at all. Nice. So nice. we'll see. And I did it in September. Because if I fail, I have several months to try again. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully it's not like ridiculously hot in September still. Yeah. But you'll have to keep that in mind. It is a little warm in September. Yeah. Yep. So, well, so pace, just, well, yeah. no, I was just yeah. going to say, so just make just sure ease you back so ease back yeah. on pace so that you can accomplish that goal. Yep. So we, if it's we hot. shall see again. I did it on the treadmill. So let's see if I can do it in real life. So I'm going to try and do it a couple more times on I mean, the that treadmill. That is real life. So I'm just saying. I don't know. I am just so much better. I know people like hate the treadmill. I love the treadmill. I love the treadmill. I hate it. I love I the treadmill. Like, yeah. I want one for like the home, honestly. <laughs> I actually, that I was trying to think back like to when I was really good and had like, I, I, I wonder whether the treadmill did help me because I feel like when I'm on the treadmill, you can't change pace. Like you're kind of forced to yes. go that pace and it kind of mm-hmm. trains you to, to be more to consistent. Know exactly what an 11 minute mile feels like, exactly what a 1030 mile feels like. So I could do like two, three miles. And then when I would go outside, I would feel like I under like I could pace myself at a 1030 outside cuz I kind of already knew exactly what that felt like. Yep. I and I don't know like I feel better when I'm running outside if I've done some work on the treadmill and yeah. I just my pace when I when I'm not doing that a lot is so inconsistent cuz I'm an interval runner. So mm. it's 
I don't know. I feel like I like blow myself out when I'm running and then my walk is so slow. And so like if I'm on the treadmill, my intervals are like even more consistent. So yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about maybe returning now that the the gym downstairs and there's really not anyone down there anyway. Now that the treadmills downstairs are pretty open and available regularly yeah. now, uh, returning to some treadmill miles and doing like five to six miles consistently on it to see go. whether I could get like some of my speed back because I feel like that might be a piece of what I'm missing. I don't know. I've been trying to figure out what I've been missing for a well, while. If you do it once a week, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you've been killing it, though. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Orange Theory, and you've just been doing all that speed work. Like, I don't know. I think I think you're doing awesome. I think after a little rest, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's so. Hard. It was just it's hard when you're doing well, and then, ment- yeah, and then mentally you're not there. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, I have something for you this week. I went out to our listeners, as you know, and uh, did a little Ask Us Anything segment. Um, and we got some questions. Should I be right, nervous? We're, go- we're going into these blind, so. Um, the first one is for Michael. Okay. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Anna Runs and Coffee would like to know, why are you the way you are? Well, you but see... then she also says that it's by Maria. So <laughs> really, it's the two of them trolling you. Well, I mean... I understand. There's some things that are hard to comprehend in this universe, like the Big Bang, <laughs> black holes, my uh, ability to uh, kill all things that bring people joy, my love of joy, <laughs> and love of all things amazing, and um, my love of things that are quality and disdain of things that are not quality. <laughs> all right. And a more serious question, guys. <laughs> perfectly imperfect maria would like to know what races you would never do again it's a good question oh that is a good question um just just spitballing here but in october if you ask me that question it's (laughs) it's it's gonna be rocking the knob oh my god you know it's funny that when we were done with rocking the knob michael and i said unequivocally we would never do that race again. It was the most, like, we most were yeah. so beaten down at the end of it Yeah, that I honestly thought that my real answer would have been rocking the knob, and then we signed up for it again. Yeah, because yeah, we I, really loved it. I feel like um, that always happens. The funny part is I say that the, I'll never do this race again for a lot of races, like the Ocean City Half Marathon in New Jersey. I say it every single year, and then I do it every single year. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I had said I was never going to do Baltimore again and I was actually sticking to that. And then the pandemic happened and I think I was so anxious to register for anything. I registered for King Crab, but I think this is going to be my last year for yeah. Baltimore. Uh, it's just that I've done it a ton. Yeah. yeah. So you've done More it than anything enough. else. Yeah. And yeah. I'm never after the 50th. I'm not doing Shamrock anymore. I told Tom that it's gotcha. like it's it's a fun race. Um, but that drive, the drive just puts me in such a bad mood and I'm in a bad (laughs) mood, like the entire like week leading up to it because I hate the drive so much and it's only four hours. So it's not that far, but I hate it. And it like, Mm. I'm just done. Like, (laughs) Oh, I, I have one. Do you? Marine Corps. 
I would I would never run it. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like that size race. Yeah. At all. That like, makes that's sense. That's just not for me. It just that's just not the style. That's not the type of race I enjoy at all. Just yeah. Way too many people. It's just I. It's just not 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 my thing. I guess. Okay. I guess I have a second. Um. Real quick. Um. The Baltimore ten miler that we did this year, but it was in Hunt Valley and it was really hot and very hilly. That running on tapped have called the Hunt Valley Hellscape. Yeah, I don't know if I would do do it in Hunt Valley again. I don't know. I, I didn't that. realize how I didn't realize how hilly it was up there. I might just avoid races races in Hunt Valley. Yeah. <laughs> every race like, in Hunt Valley. <laughs> every race in Hunt Valley. Like I just might avoid. I'm trying to think of what I wouldn't do. I. Um, so a couple races and I, I love his race series, but like the good day for a run races are on that they have at the wineries. Um, the two that I did, because you run in between the vineyards, um, it's like the footing is really bumpy and weird. And so I don't, I didn't really enjoy those races that much, but I, feel bad saying that because i really love the good day for the run people and he you get glasses of a, a wine glass goblet at the end and you get wine and they're really fun races and i highly recommend them if that's your thing um i just i didn't like the terrain on the couple that i did um and then i i don't want to blanketly say this but i don't really have any desire to run in philly except for maybe broad street again and the philly half is a little different but any run that runs down the to the um to city hall and then back around and then goh, goes down yeah. the uh what is what road is that i can't even remember the name of the road that broad goes ar- around Market. the river no the river that oh. you run uh, down the river kelly and drive. out and back kelly drive yeah you run out and back and that's all you do for every single philly race like the love run you do it the hot chocolate race you do it the um rocky 10 or 10 miler you do it like yeah. every single race is the exact same course so i'd say pretty much every philly race <laughs> there you go gotcha it is weird like there are some races that are local and I'm like I do it every year and it doesn't matter and I don't have like a rhyme or a reason for like why I'm thinking that like I do soul of the city like every year and I do like the course but like I don't know why I like that race so much like hmm. where it's like I'm not doing Baltimore anymore maybe it's a distance thing Could I'm like I'm cool running like a 10k in the city but I don't want to do like another half like a combination of distance and location and all that, you know. Yeah. All right. I think we've beaten that one to death. What, yep. what you got? Uh, I have another one from Anna Runs and Coffee. Who would your dream running buddy be besides Anna? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, will they slow down for me? Sure. I was just going like, to ask I that. don't have to run their it's speed, It's a dream, right? So, like, yeah, I would say yes, it's a dream. Okay. So that makes um, sense. Then for ultra running, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's just amazing. Ah, see, Courtney or Maggie. Can I run with two? Courtney no, and Maggie? you can run with one Ugh. person. That's it. Mm, but I love them and both. And you have to All kill right. the other person. What? 
<laughs> wow. Wow, this got St- violent. The stakes, stakes are so high. Courtney I don't, Dewalter. I don't know who you're talking about. Courtney Dewalter. Uh, she's a trail running maniac. Um, yeah, you'll have to look up look her up. She does um, some really amazing long distance runs. She has run like at Big's backyard. She ran 200 and like 68 miles. 68 yeah. I don't know who I would pick. It's tough. I would say probably someone on my level, like Einstein. <laughs> You'd run with Einstein? <laughs> Why? Running with Einstein. <laughs> you think of that movie? That'd be an amazing movie. I don't movie even know what night. just happened. Uh, no, I don't, I don't. No, that's weird. Like, I don't know. It's a tough one. Dream running partner. I'm yeah, going to, you know what ha- I'm going to say? I'm going to say karate on the beach with karate. And then Slowly. We hug. Yeah, and we hug in the waves at the end like Rocky. <laughs> oh. I like it. Oh, God. So I'm going to say that. What about you, Tom? Uh, mine would be my wife. <laughs> she's like side-eyeing you in the behind you. <laughs> we don't even run together nope. like normally nope. for me to be your dream partner. Is it because we don't run together? And you want to? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Who's my dream partner to run with? Oh my god! Because I'm slow, and then we would be out there for a while. I I I would want someone interesting to talk to. That's a good so point. Pro- yeah, probably someone with some life experience. I don't know. The Rock. Can I run with The Rock? <laughs> yeah, oh, the that's rock your dream be good. partner. The rock. Yeah, it doesn't have to be someone from running. I just picked her because uh, um, she's my hero, and she's very down-to-earth and but he lovely. Just, he's just going to sell you, you tequila, just, tequila the whole you time. You can run with... <laughs> fine. I'd buy it. The... <laughs> um, well, f- for me, and my mind immediately went here, um, I would say Tom Hiddleston because he runs five miles every morning. And then when Uh-oh. he was losing all that weight for that role, he was running like 10 miles every morning. So he's a runner. See, originally I was going to go with my boy Chris because he's my favorite, but I've never heard about him running. So I don't want him like to bitch the whole time and me to be turned oh, off true. by that. Yeah. So I want someone who's going to be like super positive and like keep me entertained. So it's going to be Hiddleston. It's got to be Hiddleston for me. I think that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's good thinking there. Those are good ones. Yeah, my brain does, went straight to runners. I don't know. I don't even know. Otherwise, a I can uh, I can go to to my boy Thor. Wait, can, can I he, say he's okay. going to run shirtless? Right? Sure, it's a dream. Um, <laughs> I I think it'd be fun to run with thumbs up Ken. Oh, and Carissa, and Carissa, my girl Carissa. Oh, you love her. She alright. <laughs> Wait, who are we talking about? She was hanging out with Jonathan Van Ness on Carissa Instagram. Carissa is the um, run Disney race announcer. She's married oh. to Jeff Galloway's son. Ja- I was oh, say, okay. Yeah, Carissa Galloway. I am. I like. I know the Disney races, but I don't know all that ins and outs stuff. And she used See, to be like when um, when the Magical Express was a thing. Mm-hmm. She would do the video that you would see on the Magical Express. Oh, okay. Okay. Guys, Raph wants to know, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses 
or one horse-sized duck? So a giant horse-sized duck Mm -hmm. or a hundred duck-sized horses. So little mini horses. I have have an immediate answer to this. Me too. And it's a hundred duck-sized horses because... I'm scared of horses. This is a Diana fun fact. Like, really <laughs> afraid of them. And I realized the other day that it was the size of the horse that freaks me out. They're so big, I can't yeah. be around it. So if there was a duck that big and birds <laughs> freak me out too, like, it would be too much. It would oh be too much. Like, I might pass out. Like, I can't. <laughs> See, I went the opposite way because... It's only one thing to focus on. And if we learned anything from Brandon Fraser's The Mummy, <laughs> it's that, you know, the scarabs, they're small, but there's a lot of them, and they'll crawl up under your skin and kill you. Go with the big thing. I'm with you, Michael. And, you know, you've seen, you see movies where, like, the hero finds like a animal and then they they don't like each other in the beginning they kind of fight and then they sort of have this mutual respect and then now mm-hmm. it's his it's the hero's steed so like if i could best the horse sized duck. duck yeah <laughs> and and show my and and get and earn its respect maybe i could then ride that duck like a hippogriff like a hippo, exactly like a hippogriff. <laughs> so, I would go with the 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 singular foe as well. Yeah, I mean, I you guys all make excellent points. Um, I think that I would, I would go for the, the duck as well, the one singular duck, and then I would try and I feel ride like it. you guys are all underestimating the size of a horse they are so big it's unnerving like they shouldn't be that big like it's so ridden on a horse i've ridden a horse can you imagine the nightmare that it would be if there was a hundred tiny horses in this apartment right now it would be like the indian in the cupboard it would be adorable (laughs) the indian in the cupboard (laughs) (laughs) oh god I Raph mean, how would you feel about a hundred rats in the apartment? And they're half the size of those horses. I feel like rats are different because they're like bitey and scratchy and they carry the plague. <laughs> and I feel like horses aren't any of those things. All right. We're back to a serious question. Angie wants to know, at what point did you each feel comfortable saying... I am a runner. I feel like that's actually a really hard question. It's a really hard question. Because I feel like that is one of those things that like, um, even we had that one review that was like, I'm new and I'm like, I, I, I move. And I think that was one of the, the things that I said on, um, one of the, when I described the podcast on film hags as like part of our thing is that we want people to know that everyone is a runner. Like if you move your body in a forward motion, um, and run a race or do a race or whatever, and you're out there, then, then you're a runner. Like you're moving your body forward. Um, but I don't know that I felt that way when I first started. So I totally understand the mentality of not feeling that way. Yeah, I think for me it was somewhere, maybe when I finished my first half, 
You don't really feel like you've thought of yourself as a runner before that? I may have. I don't know. I don't really get caught up in that kind of thing, though. So mm. uh, maybe I'm a little different in that way. Like, it, I, don't, I don't really care about, like, labels and stuff all that much in general. Well, I don't either, but I, I, I know, I'm not still saying feel it's like bad, when but the I first, just, just personally, like, I when I was first going out, I definitely wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go for a run. I was like, oh, I'm going to go, like, for a walk run thing and I'm going to jog, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, which in I my just, head a yeah. jog was not the same as a run. I don't know. I guess I I get that. Like to me, I just I don't know. I don't like, but I understand that people do, you know, in their heads parse it out, and it's you know harder it, for it's people so to weird. Because it. for myself, I always think about myself as a runner, but I feel like when I'm talking to other people that aren't like actively in the running community. I I always give like a caveat where because people are always like when I say like I'm a runner and I do like half marathons and marathons like I feel like people always kind of look surprised and I'm always like well I'm like a slow runner I'm not like I'm not like a good runner and I feel oh, like ter- I still I feel that's like terrible. I still give that caveat to like I don't like that I'm Diana like, stop it well, I'm a I'm a slow like I'm like yeah I'm like a runner but I'm like a slow runner but like in the running community I don't I don't do that yeah I think but, it's like, because people outside yeah, people outside think when they think like oh you run like they all they see is like an elite runner kind of stuff they don't realize that anybody can anybody who does these things as a runner or doesn't do them but yeah. just goes out you know so I, yeah i think when you're talking to somebody outside i can understand that like self-consciousness or whatever because they don't have that yeah. same understanding as somebody in it well like so a girl um i was telling you that um a girl i went to college with she texted me the other day and asked me how fast i run half marathons and like it was out of the blue i had i don't really talk to her very often i think it's been like months since i've talked to her it's been years and years since i've seen her and i so i gave her like a couple answers of like well i guess that's a loaded question it depends like this is what my pr is but like if i were to do an average run like half marathon i'd be at this pace and then i fun run so like and she was so she said well i'm my brother just asked me to do a half marathon and i went out and i like i did seven and a half miles but it took me forever so i guess i have a really long she cross trained so i guess she ran walked seven and a half miles so i mean i'm like first of all you're at a really good start point and she was like talking so she was like well i don't really think i'm not like a runner and i'm like you literally just did seven and a half miles you're you're like that's like that's like a run she's like well i i feel like i have a long way to go i'm like yeah but like don't discount the fact that you ran (laughs) even if you feel like it was really slow and i think when she like when i calculated calculated it it would have been like a 12 12 30 maybe but i I don't really know offhand, yeah, but to me, that's like, she's, that. there's that's, nothing wrong with that. That's and a run. like, she's running. Yeah. <laughs> that's a run. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I never, I feel like that's such a weird question. Like as well, like I used to listen and, and they don't do a show anymore, but the not real runners podcast with John and Sarah always made me laugh. Uh, like they always felt like asking someone what their PR was like such a personal question. Like, and and for me, I kind of feel that way. And I guess it's because I'm self-conscious about my pace where like, I'm like, for the love of God, please don't ask me like how fast I run. 
Like John would always say, "Look, what are you going to ask me next? Like what my social security number is?" He's like, "It's private. <laughs> like it's for me yeah. to know." And yeah. I don't know, like in my brain, like I've always just kind of kept it that way, but I think I don't know if I was running like what karate shop was running, I'd be like making billboards. So, <laughs> I don't <laughs> But you know what's weird? Like, I feel like sometimes I have like in in the team shenanigans group, sometimes I felt the opposite. Like I sometimes felt weird that I was in a group of like these fun runners who run ran like these fun runs and like almost prided themselves on doing like a three and a half hour half marathon. And so like I think I felt weird being like a faster runner in that group sometimes like see and I always felt like. I always felt like that was sneaky, though, because they were fast runners and had time for the shenanigans because they were fast runners. Like, I feel like Only there was a like handful half, of them. Like there were like some people that I guess it was all people, right? Like some people would run really, really fast and even like and have time to do all this crazy well, stuff. Like, and yeah, then... Ryan and Ian and those guys. But then you had like, you know, Brittany, who was an average runner. You had Carly, who's an average runner. Mm-hmm. You have Sandy Began, you had Laura Bailey, like Anita and them. They were all walk runners, intervalers yeah. who, you know, their average half marathon is over 230. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess because like my PRs were so slow when I first started, I was even like, I was like below average with my pace. So I remember the first time Brittany was like, run with me. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> that's, we had to convince you to run with us at Shamrock. Yeah. Cause I thought I was too slow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I struggle with this one because like there's a, there's a bunch of different thoughts on it. Like if you run in any capacity, I feel like you've earned the right to call yourself a runner. Obviously, there's many, many different flavors of that. Um, for me, where I struggle is I I am a run walker. I don't know that I could complete some of these distances if I didn't have my intervals. And, and intervals, to me, and this is 100% uh, just individual, intervals to me have been my crutch, but they've also been the reason why I can complete some of these distances. Yeah. And and that's earned me the confidence to keep going and to keep showing up and to keep, you know, working at it and working at it. Right. So, like, I wouldn't say that I'm the same caliber of runner to pick on him as like a karate chop, but I don't have to be. Um, you know, there are elites, there are middle of the pack and they're back of the pack. And anybody that shows up, I feel like you've earned that right. Now, if you just walk the entire way, you're physically not running, right? If you just completely mm-hmm. walk the entire way, you're not doing the action of running. But I definitely run while I run walk. So, you know. So that, if you complete, that's, that's, yeah, if you that's complete a saying. half marathon, right, and you only walked it, like if you fast walked it, what would you would you consider that person just a fast walker? I don't really know. I've always I would, that was I would say, I would say you're a half question. marathon. You're a half marathoner. You're a half marathoner. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. That's, a, You've completed that's kind that of distance. a different question. Yeah. Is yeah. is what makes you a, a runner that you've run a race? Because there's so many runners. There's some runners that like literally never run a race. But they're still runner, right? So we have a friend that completed dopey walking. 
He did not run dopey. Okay. He walked. He walked dopey, but he still walked he's forty-eight miles over. Fo- yeah. Oh my God, he's a, that's he completed that challenge. So that's really why, like, why I do it is to prove to myself that I can physically complete these distances. So, do you um, feel co- comfortable calling yourself a runner? Going back, circling back to Angie's actual question of, yeah, um, when I, did I you feel say, comfortable? I would say. I would say yes, but it's more of a run walker, and I, I would put that moniker on it. Not not saying that it's a negative, but like if someone's like, "Hey, do you want to go for a run?" and they invite me, I want them to know that this is my experience. This is what I'm comfortable mm. with. This is what I can do. I get that. So maybe we're not going to go out and and be at the same pace, right? And so you know, thinking about, thinking forward to things like Space Coast. I'm glad we're fun running that, but I'm going to be intervaling it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah. In- it's interesting because you're more concerned about the intervals where like I don't even think about that. Like for me, it's like more pace that makes me self-conscious. Like cuz I feel like most people do do some type of intervalers, like intervals. So, it's like I'll just throw out like I'm an interval runner sometimes. But, like, I don't know. I don't feel like that has a negative connotation. All right. Well. Thought, thought-provoking thought content. That is a good yes. question. That's a very good question, though. It was. Uh, I mean, I consider myself a runner. But, like I said, sometimes I put a little asterisk beside it when I'm talking to non-running community people. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the not-so-serious questions. Jennifer Fink would like to know, would you rather eat a live fish or a rotten tomato? Rotten tomato. A rotten tomato. What? A live is, fish. How big is a live fish? Can it be a goldfish? Oh, yeah. There's, there's a caveat. I mean, there. there. it doesn't say. It just says live fish. Yeah, this I is can how swallow you turn a goldfish. That's how you turn into Gollum. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Precious. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm halfway there. I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm halfway there. So, um, So when I was in Korea... Um, we went to this little fishing village where you picked out your fresh fish by looking at the tank of all the fish that were still alive. And, uh, that's how you decided what you were going to eat. And we ate sushi. Uh, it wasn't alive. They chopped the, we got some octopus and they chopped the head off, but the legs and tentacles were still moving because the nerves weren't dead yet. And so it, it was I did. I didn't eat it, but my friend that I was with ate one, and it suction cupped its little suction thingy to the side of his cheek, and he was like in the middle no. of talking, and he didn't bite down hard. He had <laughs> just been saying to us too, like you have to make sure you bite down as soon as you put it in your mouth to make sure the nerve is dead. And he was talking as he put it in his mouth, and it suction cupped to the side of his nope. mouth, and I freaked out. <laughs> oh my god! And so. Just the idea of anything live, I'm going to go with, I'm going to eat a rotten tomato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom's uh, going to eat a goldfish. God. I think that's yeah. a fair one because you could just swallow it. You just swallow it. But like, it's cute and it's looking at you. Like, Tom, don't eat me. I just. Hey, don't judge my choices. I don't know. I feel like a, a bad vegetable is better than. Some mm. type of meat. 
Like how rotten is rotten though? Like is it like moldy and green and like I don't know some rotten tomatoes if they've been sitting there for a while. Mm, true. I don't mm. know. I'm just so <laughs> weird about like meat sometimes. Yeah. Like you know how like if there's like one weird piece of chicken in something like you can't oh, take another I bite of that. your entire yes, meal. Absolutely. So like yeah. I don't know. I'm just so weird about meat sometimes. So <laughs> you don't want it raw and wriggling. Oh gosh! All right, Emperor <laughs> just <laughs> simply wants to know who's doing marathon weekend. The simple answer to that is uh, Michael is doing just the marathon. Yes, and I am doing Goofy. Yes, Diana and Tom <laughs> are sitting it out. Yes. <laughs> the yep. end of that one. Um, Matt Frumpa would like to answer uh, us to answer how much wood can a woodchuck chuck? If wood could chuck. No, I'm not going to be able to do that. If it would chuck, I'd chuck wood. Yes. Um, I would say a cord. <laughs> what? A cord of wood. I don't even know. What, what is a cord Cord of wood? That's how you measure firewood. Oh, apparently. Yeah, a cord. Yeah. You didn't oh. know that? No. Did you, Tom? Yes, I knew that. I'm no slub. <laughs> <laughs> So which? All right, here's a dumb question. Oh <laughs> my god! Woodchuck a groundhog? I was gonna say, is a woodchuck a real animal? <laughs> that's the jack. Are you thinking about the jackalope? <laughs> the jackalope. That's because. <laughs> like, because I know there's like a beaver, right? And there's a groundhog. Is I a woodchuck a... one of them, or like? <laughs> I thought they so were dumb. groundhogs. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I thought they were groundhogs. A woodchuck? Yeah. I thought it was... I didn't think it was a groundhog. I thought it was um, like a... I don't know. I don't, now, now I everyone, was thinking like, are people of Googling? Like, of like Full House. Remember, weren't they woodchucks? Like... Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Joey had the... Yeah, and like... <laughs> Groundhogs have many colorful names, including whistle pig, for their tendency to emit short, high-pitched whistles. They're also known as land beavers. They're known as land beavers, but their most famous nickname is woodchuck. Well, there okay. you go. It's a groundhog. I'm going to call okay. them land beavers. <laughs> <laughs> land beavers. I'm going to call them whistle pigs. Oh, we have a gosh. ton. Of, wait, well, we have a, Maybe that's why I didn't know, because we have a ton of groundhogs around here. All right, so we got a question from RB on Instagram, who is Tom's friend, Raul. Uh, he has a question that he wanted to submit, but ran out of space on Insta Story. What is your go-to move to get hyped, m- motivate yourself in the middle or at the end of a run when you feel yourself getting tired? I've seen people slap themselves in the face or the chest and yell, hmm. let's effing go. <laughs> Put their sunglasses on dramatically, throw water on their face. I've done all of the above, but I'm not a fan of rolling up my sleeves or removing compression sleeves if I'm wearing any. Wow. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's a move I can do only once per run, so I save it for when I really need to change my mentality to get through a run. Um, What do you guys do besides beat your chest and yell, let's effing go? uh, Let's see. Yeah, I've definitely done that. (laughs) I usually give myself a twister. (laughs) 
No, what? Solid move. <laughs> Solid move. Uh, what just happened? I, I think the only time I've ever actually done something like this, and maybe at the end of a couple races, but I don't actually do anything. Like I just get in my head like, no, I'm just going to do this now and finish it off. Like, I don't know. Like the uh, this. I yell at myself at the end of a race. Yeah, I'll, like where I'll curse I, at I will, yeah. I will like curse a lot in my head, and I mean I don't know if it lets effing go, but it's usually like don't effing quit, like don't be an effing p word, <laughs> yeah. get this s done. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like having that that mantra. I know I was really in a Mindy project, and. One of her things was, I'm a warrior. My warrior name is Beyonce Pad Thai. So I literally <laughs> will sometimes repeat that when I'm running. <laughs> um, I don't know. A lot of times I'll like start singing along to the music like out loud. Sometimes that, that helps me. Yeah. Because I always run with music. I don't think I've ever physically done anything to myself. It's just all been in my head. No, a lot of times my back gets tight, so I do that like thing where I like kind of like wave my arms behind me. Oh yeah, and that feels yeah. like it loosens me up and kind of gets me ready to go. Usually, I'll find like a, I do have several songs that have those parts in it that have like primal screams or like a run on lyrics, and I'll just just go all out during certain parts of songs. Or like try to maintain a quicker beat or something like that, um, but it's it's all to music. Like that's mm-hmm. why I run with music because I have nothing but crutches. All I have is crutches. I have my intervals. <laughs> I have all I have all the stuff. But like certain songs really get me to where I need to go. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, good. you build your playlists that. kind of around that too, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I'm terrible at that. I'm so bad with my playlists. Because I don't, Tom's so good. He makes a playlist for like everything he does. I have like literally just a running playlist that has like 150 songs on it. And then I just shuffle it every time I run, which isn't helpful. (laughs) (laughs) It's helpful like sometimes. But then then there are some songs that if they come on towards the end of a run, it's like a safety net for me because I'm like, okay, you just have to go hard during this next song and you can just kind of zone out and be in the music during that period of time makes sense yeah you know and and that's like my superpower is like nothing's gonna be painful during the you know this song it's all painful but oh yeah yeah make that makes total sense all right guys well we had a few more but we have really gone into depth on some of the questions so we're gonna we're gonna hold those questions for the next time and we'll we'll do another uh ask us anything session this was fun thanks guys i'm i'm really grateful for you guys sending in some questions yes yeah i I really enjoyed that some of you went the random route and sent like just some of the most ridiculous questions i really appreciate that thank you I mean, this was a supersized listener-driven episode with all the go-getters and the reviews and these questions. Like, so we really, really appreciate all of you guys. Um, yeah, we didn't have to do anything, so it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. Um, so this is Tom. 
why we've got to like we've got more stuff oh my to goodness do. oh my goodness <laughs> guys i was about to sign us off let's let's talk about something good. oh my god that's amazing <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> amateur hour what is what, what's happening <laughs> It's embarrassing. Uh, oh, that was great. It's my first time. It's my first time. <laughs> um, so I will kick us off with something good. Um, <laughs> simply, it's live music. We saw a concert last Friday, and we're seeing two concerts this week. If you know anything about little Tommy, he loves live music. So. I also know he doesn't like uh, ankle-turning trail races. Live music and no ankle turning trail races. That's true. Well, also, we're, we're facing those fears. The, um, <laughs> the the venues we're going to this weekend uh, require vaccination, um, so we'll give you guys an update on like what that process looks oh, like. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, my something good this week is it was hard for me to decide, but Disney Plus um, has a ton of just new great content. Uh, behind the attraction was really good um, mm-hmm. and even for like kind of like a Disney nerd like me who knows like way too much there were still a couple things where like oh I didn't know that little tidbit or that's like a fun fact so that was good um, and then we started what if so yeah all the good all the goodness on Disney plus um, on the other side of things on Apple TV plus yeah Apple TV is Not it Apple plus. TV plus no plus there's no plus. Okay. There's a plus, yeah. Oh, I th- just thought I you think. said there wasn't. All right. Apple TV. Uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, another great comedy sitcom. Um, shockingly, Michael really loves it. But... And, well, there is a caveat. Ted Lasso, who is um, Jason... Sudeikis. yeah. I hate that character um, so much. Well, so he plays like every white... Southern stereotypical. I would say more Midwestern. Midwest. Oh, Midwestern. Yeah, yeah you're Middle right. Mid- Midwestern. Yeah. Um, typical stereotypical. Forrest Gumpian. White guy. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it just. I mean, I get why he doesn't like him. Um, I feel like there's a there are some other people who don't like the character, but the overall um show, show so, and yeah. the ensemble and the fact that it's um. It takes place in um, uh, the UK, so it's a little bit more British humor. It's it's a really funny show. It's also very heartwarming in some ways. Um, there, the last episode, which was like a Christmas episode in the middle of August, uh, was probably one of the best Christmas episodes on a sitcom that I've ever watched. I just I really enjoy the characters. Uh, it's a really fun show. My something good is running related uh, at the Bigfoot 200 this week, which is a race, um, 200 mile race. Uh, like the good things about trail running came out in ultra running. Uh, so Catra Corbett, who's like a very prolific, super long distance, like runner does all the 200 miles and stuff. Um, she, she was about, I don't know, third of the way into a race, something like that. And came across a runner who was in serious distress, got him to an aid station, gave up her race to do it. You know, just like had to drop out of the race to help him out. And then the next day came back and was working an aid station and volunteering and is also volunteering as a sweeper in the race to help out. 
Yeah, she's Dirt Diva three 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 on Instagram. She has like thirty seven thousand followers. She's just a very well known. Like she she's not a um, what you would call an elite. Um, yeah, like I guess she doesn't. So. She's win. Yeah, her her like she's about my age. Yeah, so. she's not a first place winner, but she's just very well known within the community. An incredibly prolific. Um, yeah. She's got a huge following, and, and part of the reason why she has a huge following is because of things like that that she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I, I feel like that just speaks to what, kind of what trail running is about. That brings us to the end. For real? <laughs> sure. For real? Are we this, sure? For real, for real this time. Um, again, thank you, everyone. We really appreciate it. So this is Tom for Aaron, Michael, and Diana saying... The journey is never ending. There's always going to be growth, improvement, <laughs> adversity. You just got to take it all in and do what's right. Continue to grow and what? continue to live in the moment. Why is it so long? <laughs> like, I don't even... I don't even understand what we're trying to do here with these, Poor Tom. these quotes. <laughs> Poor Tom. Just let him have it. Just let him have it. <laughs> Tom, I appreciate your quotes. Enjoy the journey, guys. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> God. Is that our new Bye. Enjoy the journey. Bye. Sure. He keeps fingering his microphone. <laughs> <laughs>